Hey world, how you doing? This is Dustin. I have my beautiful wife with me, Denatia. And this is the first episode of the Wimberley Way. We decided 2020 would be the year to launch this because it's just been something we think about and have thought about the last couple of years of not seeing an avenue of young black couples having an outlet or people to they could breach and I messed up. So I just think that, um, hi everybody, it's Denisha. Super excited to do this. Um, we've been talking, like you said, been talking about doing this for a long time. Well, I've been talking about doing it for a long time. So I think I've kind of dragged you along, but, um, I think that it could be a lot more of us in these type of spaces. And I think that just between everything that we've been through as a couple, um, we can get that out there and share those experiences and hopefully help others. So I'm super excited that we are starting our first episode. Yay! Episode one. <laughs> so we've been together for going, well, it will be 10 years this year. A it's decade. 10 years. <laughs> It seems like so much longer than that. But we've been married for... Five years. <laughs> five years. Five long years. Which every year I have to remind her because she doesn't remember. I'm just bad at that type of stuff. Which, I mean, we together. We've been together. So, five years. Okay. Five years married, ten years together. And we have two kids. Um... We have one together, and then I came into our relationship with one. Um, so it's the four of us, and our cat, and our dog. Yes. And that is the Wimberleys. Yes. We're from Akron, Ohio, originally. We've been in Southwest Florida now the last four years. And today. I thought it's been three years. No, it'll be four years in June. June fourteenth is when you came. You and the so that's kids like three and out. a half years. Well, three and a half years, closer to four. But yeah, so today's episode will we're going to talk about you know the differences and how we felt about relocating. I know for me personally, uh, it was a tough decision because of growing up. Uh, I'm the youngest of four boys. And we own a family business. I'm actually a barber as well. But uh, I helped a lot with the family business. And it was just always uh, assumed that I would take my dad's business over at some point. So just, you know, the fear of leaving that situation and starting barbering in a, a new city, not knowing a soul being self-employed it's just you know it was a tough decision for me to get on board with uh my wife she had always since we met wanted to relocate from Akron just because of the different adversities I would say Akron presents uh we just felt raising kids it would be better somewhere else and of course, my wife hated the winter too. So that was just something else. You know, it was on her list of reasons why we should leave Akron. Honey? I mean, it, it's a, definitely a lot of reasons why I wanted to move. Um, the cold was definitely 
one of the biggest reasons. I hate being cold. So I would rather be somewhere where there's sunshine every single day. Um, so that was a main reason. And just the, the difference in the, uh, like the skies, you know, like it's gray skies in Ohio, like frequently, most of the time, you know, it's gloomy and it's just depressing. So I knew I wanted to be somewhere where you get, you have sunshine. Um, and then just different opportunities. So when we moved to Florida, that wasn't my first time leaving Ohio. I had briefly lived in Texas. So just getting like a glimpse of different, you know, a different lifestyle, um, seeing a little more culture and just being exposed to different things. I knew that um, I wanted to be further down south. Um, so that was another reason. And I just thought that um, there'd be more things to do with our kids, just little things like that. So the list kind of added up for me. But getting out of the cold was definitely one of the biggest reasons. And I didn't have any holdbacks. I've always felt like, you know, you move, you try new things. If it doesn't work out, then you revamp your your uh, decisions or you um, try something new. And I felt like the worst that could happen is that it didn't work out and we moved back home. So to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't think it's ever a right time to you know, try big things like that. It'll always be a reason why you can or a reason why you shouldn't or um, reasons why it's not going to work out. And you can let those pile up and let that hold you back. And then you never make that jump. So I had been ready to go for a long time. Yeah, you have or you were. Uh, I think it was about two years. You really wouldn't let it go. And just do you, do you remember? <laughs> you remember we were watching the shows. I was stuck on HGTV. Oh, it used to drive me crazy. <laughs> she used to watch these shows every night. Living Paradise or Beach Life, Beach Life or waterfront properties. That was that and was. I'm a person that loves water. Uh, so you know just times you dream and, and you just gaze off to yourself and just think of what could be uh water's always water had always been in the play for me so the nation's aunt owns a timeshare so we did a destination wedding which was seven days i think yeah, seven yeah that days. should be a whole different episode that we no i'm no i'm not i'm just saying so we didn't do a typical honeymoon after that because of the destination wedding. So our first anniversary, we used your aunt's timeshare and oh, came we to, Florida. to Florida. Yeah. So it was already in my mind when we flew to Florida to be open-minded that possibly Florida could be a destination for us. So at the end of our second honeymoon per se we went and visited your dad and then that's when which my dad lives in florida and my dad's been in florida for a long time yeah sterile florida southwest florida so that's what made me think about the area we're ultimately in because i had a glimpse for a day to see what could be so i decided i was interested at this point Again, it had been a couple of years. Denisha was on my back about moving. I had a chance to see it on our 
honeymoon and then it just wasn't enough time for me. So I booked a flight to come look at this area by myself. So at this point, I'm all in. I think I'm all how in. How long were you how long were you here? I was here for three days. Okay. And in a three day period, I had Danesha's dad ride me around different cities and areas. I probably looked at 20 different homes and I just felt this was the area. And I happened to meet a barber that worked at one of the big barber shops here and he offered me a job. So in my mind at this point, what was supposed to be a two year plan for us, like my mind's racing, my heart's pumping. I can't wait to tell Denisha, I think we're gonna move faster than that. And I think when I got home from the flight and told you that. No, you called me. I called you and told you. You called, you called me, I don't remember where I was, but you called me and said, we are moving. And I was so ecstatic. Because I remember you saying it was going to be a two-year plan. And I think we, I thought we had negotiated one year. But then you called me from Florida and said we were moving. And you said like three months. It was yeah. like, you said it for like three months at the time. And I was pumped. And I had never even seen the city you were talking about us moving to. Because when we came down, I did not see the city. Right. But I didn't care. Right. <laughs> so ready to go. And I know how you have a fear of heights, but I knew driving across this bridge. I remember you mentioned that. You, you would that. get over it because of how pretty the view was. Cape Coral, where we live, is on an island. So you have to drive across a bridge to get to it, obviously. And it's picture perfect postcard-esque it's just the best view ever i think it's priceless so I so ultimately are you happy that we made this move i am i think for the first few years i struggled with missing home and family and just you know finding real friends here at this point or close friends it was just a struggle in the beginning, I think. But So, but you said that we should have, well, you said the plan was for two years and then we ended up oh. doing it in a couple months. Do you think that we should have waited the two years? Do you think that things would have been different if we waited two years and planned differently? Uh, I honestly think from a financial standpoint, we would have been in better position. But from... The time it would have took for us to reestablish ourselves, I think moving what we did was the best move because the relationships and things we've acquired from now to then, it's just been amazing. So I wouldn't have met these people or I feel like I wouldn't have met them yeah. or the timing. Yeah. I think it was just the timing of everything because for me, I worked at a couple different places so each place has presented me something new, new friends, new opportunities, and just uh, I've expanded my, you know, my support system, I should say. And I think it's, we would have just now been starting this journey, really. And I don't think having a few extra thousand dollars or whatever the amount may have been, it would have mattered. 
Yeah, because at some point you just have to take that jump. You have to take those risks. You know, otherwise you don't experience the growth. You don't experience the things that come with it if you, you know, stay stagnant or if you wait. Because there's always going to be a reason to not, you know, to not take those types of risks. So I'm definitely happy. Well, I don't think I could have waited. I know I couldn't have gone too many more winters there. So I'm definitely happy that we're here. I love it. I love it every day, every day seeing, and I'm not afraid. I was never afraid of the bridge. So I know that was a worry, like considering me driving over there, which I appreciate that. But I've never like every day when I drive over that bridge, because I have to travel it to get to work. I'm thankful for that. Like, I'm thankful for the view, like just looking out at the water. You know, I've seen dolphins before literally crossing that bridge. So just being super grateful for that and that experience and, and seeing that to start my day before I even go into work is incredible. So I'm definitely happy that we that we live here, that we've moved here. Yeah, I can understand what you're saying because when we first moved here, I did have to commute to Fort Myers. And for me, crossing the bridge was... And seeing that view and people boating and on jet skis or just out there fishing, that was the whole motivation and drive to moving here. And then coming home tired, it's like that view would rejuvenate me in that moment that, you know, this is why again, you know what I mean? Like all the hard work is worth it. And this is why we moved here to put our family and kids in the best situation. So we talked about moving to other places too. Like we talked about North Carolina for a while um, and kind of debated that. Are you happy that we chose Florida? Uh, I mean, I can't miss what was, you know, never had been. Like what we never had. Yeah. I mean, we go to North Carolina a few times, going to Myrtle Beach and stuff. That's South Carolina, honey. I thought it's both. How can it be both? <laughs> because it's uh, Myrtle Beach is in South, South Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 seriously. yeah, no, yes, very seriously. Yeah. Those are two different states. It's North right, Carolina, but South Carolina. Right there, I mean, it's on the border. You, yes, you can walk across to Mexico from California or Texas. Oh, okay. No, seriously, <laughs> you can go to that. Myrtle Beach. From both states. <laughs> okay. Because it's the whole coastline. Right, so go I ahead with your, go forward with your point. I don't know. <laughs> I just think Florida. I don't know. I, I I hear a lot of good things about North Carolina. I think for us it would be more diversity. It's in North as, Carolina. Is that what you mean? Uh yeah. I don't think. I think there's diversity here. I think that we just get into our routines and just kind of daily life that we've maybe not exposed ourselves to certain opportunities that are out here to, you know, be inclusive or to meet other, you know what I mean, families of color. So I think it's here. I think it's just maybe not as not at our fingertips. I personally just think it's more Hispanic and you know, white-based and, you know, people of color. 
I don't know to be I don't I wanna be politically correct in what I'm saying, but I mean know. I understand what you're saying. But I do I mean it's a lot more I think it's a lot more diversity than where we came from, for sure. I think we're exposing our kids to more cultures than what they would have been exposed to, you know, from our hometown. Yeah. And I definitely like that. Like I want them to experience, you know, differences, um, and just learn about you know, different cultures. Yeah. I don't know. I just think I feel sometimes I wish it were more black people to be frank. In our area. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's you nothing know. wrong with that. Yeah. You know, to have moved from a 99% all black barbershop to go to where that's the least of what my clientele is. It's just a culture change. Right, right. You know, or culture shock, rather. You know. And it's different for me because I went to, um, you know, most of my schools that I went to were predominantly white. You know, so I didn't have much diversity in my schools, especially my high school. There was just a few of us, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I didn't have much diversity from where I came from. Other than our neighborhoods, you know, like our neighborhoods were predominantly black everywhere we lived. Right. So it's different, you know, those are different exposures, but I'm super happy that we're here in Florida. Now, in the sunshine state. Okay, let me ask you this. From a work standpoint, how was it switching to Florida work-wise versus Ohio? And do you think Ohio might hold you back more or Florida? Like, Like, hold me back? Um, as far as like the progression of my career, um, so I think, no, I think I was growing because, you know, I, well, I'm a nurse, so the beginning of my career was spent in geriatrics, but I progressively moved forward. So I started as a, you know, a night shift nurse and I went to a, you know, a daytime floor nurse and then a supervisor, um, and then when I went to, um, I did assisted living for a while. And then when I went to an office, I took a supervisor position. So I think I was progressing, you know, so I don't think that I was held back at all in Ohio, but to move here, you know, I've progressed, I think even further, but I think what the work that I did in Ohio was the foundation to what I'm doing now, you know, so to have progressed in my career here, I've just been exposed to, um, different avenues of nursing and, and where it's taken me and seeing, you know, seeing different things. I'm back in, you know, a doctor's office and things, but no, I don't think that, that Ohio held me back at all. I think that I've, I've progressively grown within my career. Oh, okay. Cause I know for me, it expanded my works, work skills. Uh, Again, going from an all-black barbershop to cutting predominantly white and Hispanic hair, I had to reteach myself and be retaught different things because I just I didn't have to do it. So I think it made me become a more well-rounded barber. I definitely agree with that. With coming here, I've definitely seen your progression. Yeah, you're doing good, honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I thought it was the 
worst move I ever made after the first week of trying to do a comb over. I didn't know what I got myself into. I literally didn't have shears anymore. I would do my afros and long hair with... You mean in Ohio? Yes. So to move here, I needed to buy shears. I cut my hand. I don't know how many times just learning and watching every barber do it, just trying to pick up the right technique that worked for me. It, it was it was it took about a month. I think after about a month, I uh I, I was in the comfort stage, you know, as far as just not thinking about it anymore. Uh, other barbers could still see I was new at it because just my technique it was slow. And, I mean, you could just see it wasn't a the most comfortable way of getting the job done. Like, well, that's good, though, that you pushed yourself. I mean, that's always a great thing when you're learning, you're expanding your skill set. I mean, that's always a good thing. Yeah, but you know... Yeah. <laughs> it could be competitive in, in my business as well. Uh, of course, honey. You know, ultimately, everybody's self-employed, so, I mean, their bottom line is them and their family first so to help a new guy they feel like stepping on their territory it can be be challenging you know yeah but now you four years into it yes and i i no longer cut myself from shears unless i'm talking too much and i'm just not paying attention you know, oh, well, that sounds like that could be very Well, pe- people like to rag me a lot since we're from Akron. And, of course, you know how everybody feels about LeBron. I guess that's a, its own topic in itself. So, you know, give me a hard time from being from Akron sometime. But uh, in all in all, I think this was the best thing for us and our family. I think the kids are doing awesome in school. We've met some great people through the schools, and I just think between... I'm definitely happy with their school choice, because that was a big thing for me, was just making sure that, you know, because at the time, Dustin was what? Three or four? I don't even know if he was... Yeah, Yeah, maybe three. So, he wasn't in school. He was, like, you know, in preschool, but... Our daughter was already in school and had been established and she had been in a private school since kindergarten. So and she was doing well, which she still, you know, both of our kids are. But um, to moving her schools, I mean, that's obviously a big deal for kids to relocate and to make new friends and to have to, you know, go to a new school. So that was a big concern is just making sure that we get her into a good school and then make sure that she was being challenged because she was doing well. Um, so I'm definitely happy with the, the school choice that, that we have for them, that they're, they're in there doing well. So, and they are, I mean, there's going to be challenges with any big decisions and anything that you do. So you just got to work through them. And I think we worked through them pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I knew from a school standpoint, she would do fine just because of how smart she is. But I I didn't really give it much thought about how it would be on her because her and you were the biggest advocates for us moving. So it was like I had her and you in my ear about moving and this is what it's kinda like this is what you wanted. 
You know, and I had to check myself a couple times because she's a kid. So for her not to know everything that comes with that, you know, I think I had to uh, lighten up sometime when to she be was like having, understanding yeah, from her standpoint and her perspective yeah. and where she was coming from, having to readjust. Yeah. Yeah, because our son definitely adjusted well. I think because he was so young, um, like that this is like Florida is like home to him. Like, I don't think he remembers too much of being, you know, back in Ohio um, and, and like actually living there. I mean, we when we go back home, you know, there's certain, obviously certain things that he remembers, but um, he's definitely a Floridian. He is a Florida kid to his core. So it was more of just more of an adjustment as far as our kids go with our daughter. And I think she's still adjusting. But, I mean, part of that, too, could just be the hormonal thing because she is a teenager. So, that's a whole nother, a whole nother thing in itself. But Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I never thought it would be this difficult. You know, I try to think when I was a teenager. But it's not the same. She's it a is. girl. It's it not the same. She's a girl. There's, like, so many other <laughs> things that go into that being a, a girl growing up. Versus a boy going up. Not saying that we don't all go through different challenges, but it is some hormonal well, I'm shit. Just, I'm talking about the, the, the whole part of you think you know everything and you get a little mouthy. I think that doesn't matter. What you're talking about from a woman's standpoint isn't what I'm saying. I'm talking about a be, a, you know, just certain behaviors. They all act the same. You know, I can I have clients that talks about a boy and another one talk about the girl, but it's the same things. They're all wearing hoodies and it's 90 degrees. It's not a girl thing. It's an age <laughs> so thing. So what is that? What is that? Because what is what? <laughs> all the kids wearing hoodies and it's 90 degrees. I, I don't know. They all think they're Justin Bieber or something. I don't know. What? What does Justin Bieber have to do with a hoodie? Uh, you I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> you don't know. You just threw that out there. That no, was so random. It's not because this just they people to, wear hoodies. They just that's when I get out. That, that's what I see when I drop them off at school. A bunch of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> that literally has nothing to do with Justin Bieber. That's what they remind me of. You know, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I can't <laughs> even. Okay, that's a whole different topic in itself. We would definitely talk about um, raising our kids. Because when we met, our daughter was five. So we've raised her together. Um, She's in high school now. So we can definitely talk about, you know, raising our kids and what that's like. You know, raising a boy versus raising a girl. um, Raising a teenager. Um, What other things are we going to... What other things can we expect on this podcast? The way. Well, just life issues. You know, again, we've been together 10 years and there's new relationships out there people are going through and they may be together just as long as we have been together. But, you know, we all go through the same struggles. You know, every day is not a, at the, we're not at the beach you know, it's I definitely think that's a misconception that people think just because you live in Florida, you're at the beach every single day. Yeah, like life is not happening. I mean, we still gotta cook dinner, do homework, clean the house. I mean, everything. So, 
But we need to get to the beach more than we do, for sure. Yeah, I enjoy the beach. It's messy. I think. <laughs> I think, no, I honestly think. You said I enjoy the beach. It's messy. But it is what messy. What are you talking about? The sand? Oh, it's disgusting. So I just haven't gotten that Floridian way of life to where See, it's not I gross. Because I go from the beach, I may go to the store. <laughs> Sandy flip flops. I mean, you'll, you'll have sand in places you, you would never think. And you, you were like, how'd that get there? So how did we? Even, I, I don't know. You're, you're, you're getting you're getting off topic. I digress. So no, I, no, we were talking about things that we're going to talk about. So we we said, we said we'll discuss raising our kids. Um, I definitely want to talk about our health journey because we're now on a health journey together. So I would definitely like to talk about that um, and how we've progressed. Um, how we've progressed with that. What are some other things we're going to talk about? I don't know, fellas, but I'm sure you understand what I'm going through. You have to participate in every diet, every workout. If you, if you, if you don't, if, if you don't understand, you, you're not a good guy. So Don't do that. First of all, you already know what door you're knocking on. So you need to take your health very seriously. Yes. Very I, I'll be turning 40. 4D. Yes. So you need to take your health seriously. This is not a game. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You, life is happening. Right. As my mom said. No, but we'll also be dis- uh, be discussing, uh, you know, just on how how we raise our kids versus how we both were uh, brought up different than obviously how we raise our kids, and you know, just learning different things and trying to do things a little differently um in this day and age and if that and if it's the right way or wrong way i guess you know ultimately there's no right way it's the best way you can mm-hmm. on how you know how mm-hmm. but uh you know i think you know we have conversations sometimes about how we've been programmed and and you not know, necessarily, follow. hold on, not necessarily by like our parents. That's not where we're going with that. Yeah, just, you know, society yeah. and, and just, you know, how life goes. How things just kind of pass, pass on. Pass generation. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, to be more open-minded and, mm-hmm. you know, again, just exposing our kids to everything and letting them, you know, use their ability to, of choice, you know, to take what path they want right and I think this well we're creating this space just to be real like people have this misconception that marriage is like a beach life every day like just a walk in a park and that's not the case like people think like you see social media and they think it's all like fun and everything is like roses every single day and that's just not the reality of it you have to put in the work you know to make it work Um, So I definitely just want to have conversations here. And I think people have misconceptions of us. I've often felt like people have this misconception that we're this perfect couple. Like, I really feel like that, like, just from the comments and things that I've heard, like, over the years, like, people just think that we are just living, like, this perfect life. And that is not the case. We have had to work our ass off to get to where we are, for one. But to even get, you know, our relationship healthy, you know, so I think that we're creating this space so that we can have those conversations and talk about the real deal. 
But have you ever felt like that? Like that people think that we're just like this perfect little, like I'm this is a perfect little housewife. I mean, it's nice to see like the comments and stuff. People, I I don't know. And I don't mean just social media. I mean in general. But yeah, just you know, I, I don't know why they think that. You know, I think. And no, it's flattering. Don't get me wrong. I think everybody's have you know closest to us. They're in our corner, so I think they just look for the best. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it is flattering and it's appreciated, but there's work that goes on behind closed doors. And I guess maybe because we're more private about our relationship and we don't like expose the world to that, you know, maybe that's what it is. But I just want people to know that, you know, work has to be put into it and that you have to work on yourself. You can't work on your relationship without working on yourself. And I think that was the hardest lesson I had to learn just because it's easy to point out what somebody else is doing wrong than it is to really look in the mirror and say, okay, well, this is what I'm contributing. This is what I'm bringing to the table. And this is what I need to work on. And I think that's when we started to get at our best was when we individually worked on ourselves and then brought that into our marriage and worked on our marriage together. Yeah. I just remember and I kind of just think back to one time you made a statement to me we were arguing about something and I got a little aggressive in the way I was talking and you said I wasn't talking to you as a husband. That, you know, should no man should talk to his wife that way. And you get all the time, you know, what changes about marriage versus just dating, being the fiance and whatever. And that hit me hard because that is a difference you wouldn't talk to you and you said you wouldn't talk to your mom like that or how would you why would you talk to your wife that way or some something to that effect so that's something we'll talk about too just how you know being married is different from just dating or you know being that fiance Mm -hmm. or you know yeah because we were engaged for what like two (laughs) two years before we got married which that was fellas, useful. fellas. I didn't know I was on a on a on a timeline or a deadline. Uh, I didn't put you on no timeline. Uh, I you know. No, You better be ready when you give that girl that ring. That you a whole line because I never ever put you on no timeline. No, you didn't. But once you commit that far and put the ring on it. You better be ready for the wedding. You even start playing five-year engagement and stuff. I'm not going to be married engaged five years. I don't even know where that's coming from. I'm telling you, I never put you on a timeline. You didn't. But it'd be the kind of timeline. Huh? I didn't say you did, but I'm telling you. When you start looking at dresses and stuff like that. Women do that. When you get... Proposed to you look at dresses. It's a process to plan a wedding for one, mm-hmm. but to find the perfect dress is a process. You don't expect to go into a store and just say, "Okay, well that's the one." People try on so many dresses and go to so many different stores. I mean, that start when once you propose, the planning portion starts. I never put you on a timeline. I didn't say she did. Well, you, but when you when you, when you propose, 
You need to be ready. I'm just saying. I, oh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Because <laughs> you don't have a leg to stand. No, on. that's another topic. The proposing stuff. You know, I was showing you my love and intent. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> you were so full of shit. That we was gonna get married within the next thirty six months or something. I don't what? know. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it's just not. It's not. I wasn't tripping over it. I'm just saying we were, we were engaged for two years. You said for 36 months, that's three years. So uh, how long were you expecting for us to be engaged? I don't know. You are tripping. You know. Anyway. Anyway. What else are we going to talk about? I don't know. It's going to be a... A nice year, 2020, is the year of change. So, it's just going to change from week to week. And we're going to continue to share a little more about us as time goes. And hopefully, you know, we get feedback from you guys on what you want to hear about or what you're going through. And we could start this process and work through it together. For sure. So this starting a podcast was on my vision board from last year. And that's something I wanted to do. And I've always been putting it off. Um, well, I'll say I've put it off for, I mean, different reasons. I mean, it's scary letting people into your life um, and being more of a private. I don't think I'm a private person, but I think when it comes to our relationship, I'm protective over it. So letting people into, you know, our relationship and into the, our, that space um, you know, opens up certain doors. So I think that's one of the things that has made me hesitant about starting it and just being fearful, having, you know, worried about people's judgments, which I'm trying to fully let go, but that's a process. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's been a few reasons, but I knew the only way that we were going to get this ball rolling was to actually just do it and just make a step forward. So here we are at the beginning of 2020. I haven't made a New Year's resolution in a long time, but I knew that the only way this year would be any different than last year is if we actually make the changes to to step out and do something different. Did you make New Year's resolutions? No, I'm just going off of my vision board that you threw away when we moved. Because, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I did throw... <laughs> I can't believe you went there. First of all, you have not said that you had a problem with that until right now. <laughs> but I did throw them away because I figured it was time to make new ones. But, so I have in my mind, I still see my vision board. Right. So another thing I had on my vision board was to run the marathon, which I am not a runner. I have not ran a marathon. I've done one 5K. So I'm definitely doing that this year. Well, next year. But I'm signing up for the Disney Marathon this year. And I'm going to do it with you. My goal has always been, or I've always been interested in seeing when you're driving, people have on their cars 13 and a half and 26. So you see people who have done half marathons and marathons. And I have a couple of Which is my bumper sticker? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get one on my car but when wait, I do a half a marathon. So what does it say? It say the miles. 
So thirteen, and it has a circle around it. Yeah, or you just—that's for people. That, that's what that means. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I had no idea. So, like, my goal is to not run no marathon. I'm not running a full marathon with you ever, honey. You don't have to run this marathon with me. I already have a partner. Excuse me, <laughs> because I didn't think you was really gonna do it for real. I'm just huh? we're being real. I mean, you can, you can, but I'm not. <laughs> Wait a minute, you can. You are more than welcome to come, but I'm just saying you don't have to feel obligated. Now, if she didn't have a partner, she'd be on me about it every day. But now she got a partner. It's, if you want to go, it's cool. I'm not gonna tell you no, but okay. <laughs> Honey, you are more than welcome to come. It's the Disney marathon. It's still on my list to do. It wasn't on your vision board, though. I did have on there a half marathon, not Disney. But I had on so my I don't Disney, have to take Disney that 20, one in. 21. Uh-huh. I mean, you can do it with me. That's fine. No, that's cool. I'm straight now. I'm but it's do, the princess I'm a, one. I'm a, huh? I'm doing the princess marathon. I just thought it was Disney. So there's several... Well, I don't know much about it, but there are several runs within the Disney Marathon. Like, it's not just one. Oh. You can do, like, a 5K, a 10K, a half a marathon, a full marathon. It's this thing that's called, like, the Dopey Challenge. That's, like, all of them, I guess. I don't know. It's okay. crazy. But there's a Princess Marathon, and that's the one that I'm doing. Okay. Well, that's still on my to-do list is at least one time I will run a half marathon. You know, it's just always like, you know what? I could do that. Mm-hmm. It's know? the accomplishment of doing it, of setting the goal, putting you know? in the work. Because it's not just going to be us getting out there. It's the work that we're going to put into it and the decisions we have to make every day to prepare ourselves exactly. for it. Exactly. And that's where it becomes a part of, you know, habit of just to incorporate running mm-hmm. in my life. Like, my dad's been running since he's 30, you know. So, my brother runs. Uh, so, it's just a good way... You know, years ago when I played sports, you know, I always told myself at any time I should be able to run a mile. So I just want to get back to that, you know, to be yeah. in shape enough to be able to, okay, I can run down to the store. Right. You know, like, people see me walk from the barbershop to the gas station instead of driving and think that's just the most absurd thing ever. It's like, <laughs> I'm getting some exercise, like, enjoying the sun. Like, it's not... Too much, you know what I mean? It's literally, you know, I don't know how far. When they ask you why, why like, you are dress? you walking out there? Where's your car at? <laughs> <laughs> you don't drive no more. It's, I mean, I'm just trying to get That's because everybody Ubers everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I never heard so many people Uber and Lyft and. It's different. It's just different. <laughs> That's hilarious, though. But so we're just gonna let people into our lives, and maybe, um, well, the whole the ultimate goal is just through everything that we've been through. If we can inspire, you know, other people to work through, um, you know, through their relationship and work through the challenges that they may have, um, and just be a, a voice for people and create a space for people. I just think there's just, like I said earlier, not enough of us in these spaces. So, super excited. Yeah, I look forward to what's to come as well. 
it'd be nice to get the feedback and help someone. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this is something we're able to do together. You know, in my line of work, I, I you know, listen and talk with people every day. So, yeah, um, we definitely need to be doing a lot more things together. We have not committed to, well, we have committed to doing date nights, but we haven't followed through with them. So this is something that we can definitely do together and commit to doing weekly so that we're spending this time together. I'm sure at one, some point our kids will come busting through. through I'm the surprised it didn't happen today, but we succeeded. So far, we're one for one. And this has been a great experience. Mm-hmm. And we'll get better for sure as we go. Yes, because my sure. wife will critique me later and tell me <laughs> what I shouldn't do. That's not true because I'm not I an expert say. at this. I'm just, I'm a beginner the same way that you are. So how can I critique you? You took, you going to talk like that? <laughs> so I'll get it all. You are so funny. I'll get it all, world. <laughs> Why you gotta make me sound like that? Because everybody else's spouse is the same way. They know. Whatever. I'm just trying to get the fellas to feel what I'm saying. Whatever. Well, the ladies will be on my side. Some of them. No, no, but see, we're supposed to be united, honey. This is supposed to be about us being together as a, a front. We are together. Well, you already creating battles of the sexes. No. Yes. I'm just explaining some of the differences. We all have different mm-hmm. jobs. You know? Right. All right, honey. Well, this has been great. I'll I catch you on it. the flip side. All right now. We'll see you guys later. Take care.